Ask Andy is our new subscriber-only show. Every month, Andy answers your questions. Like these. What's your favourite colour biro? What the f*** is it with you and terrapins? Uh, what are the spring 2024 catwalk colours? How goes it with the sitar? Can you recommend either the floating barge or the detour to Rwanda? What do you think of the kids of politicians getting into politics? Maybe you and your colleagues would be able to suggest some coping mechanisms. And Andy even asks a few questions himself. Do you, do you think I could get to Christmas number one? Subscribe to Ask Andy Now via any podcast platform. Go to thebuglepodcast.com forward slash donate. Right, Buglers, after today there will be no more Christmas on Top Stories, ever. Uh, until next year, possibly, when we might just put this whole thing out again. I very nearly promised this. Uh, let's go to the recent past and a very sexy Christmas. Bugle 4054, FU Christmas. Top Story this week, Bugle 2017 Awards. My award for the icon of 2017 is... I mean, well, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let's let's see if we can guess, because there's been a lot of... Significant global figures around the world who've brought a lot of happiness, brought a lot of unhappiness to this planet. Is it Roger Federer, Helen? And if not, you've got it wrong. It's not the Fed. (laughs) Chris, leave your football shit at home. Alice, (laughs) who do you reckon it is? My uh, suggestion for Icon of the Year would be uh, Australian Senator Barnaby Joyce, who uh, came out with uh, a very Australian statement in response to gay marriage. About right. crocodiles. Incorrect. Well, what was that statement? He said, uh, everyone's entitled to their sexual proclivities. Let a thousand blossoms bloom, as far as I'm concerned, with a sort of increasing panic. And then he just turned on a dime and said, but I'm not spending any more time on it because every three months in far north Queensland, a man gets torn to pieces by a crocodile. <laughs> what, because of the gays? <laughs> no, just because of the crocodiles. He wanted oh, to get see, off right. the gays as quickly as oh, humanly I see. possible. So he wasn't blaming the gays for the crocodiles eating people. He just didn't like. He just didn't like talking about feelings. Oh, right. So okay. he went straight to crocodiles. Helen, uh, who then is your icon of 2017? My icon of 2017 is a man in China called Kai. He's 28. He was recently fined a thousand yen for repainting traffic lines because he said he was very frustrated about his daily bus journey to work. He said (laughs) um, that it's a three-lane situation, (laughs) middle lane straight ahead, side lanes off to the sides. He said, I saw the straight lane was always packed with cars while the lane that turns left has a lot of space. So I thought changing the signs would make my commute smoother. So he just got there on the road, painted another arrow in the left lane so you can go forward. And the reason why he's my icon of 2017 is he saw that something which had been established did not fit in with his version of the world. And so he changed (laughs) it to his own ends. (laughs) Isn't that just what Donald Trump is doing, Helen? And yet you seem to be complaining about him. That's why Kai is the 2017 icon. Oh, I see. Right. So it's like the Time magazine person of the year. It's not necessarily someone who's who's been good for the planet. So you're saying Kai is basically responsible for everything that's gone wrong in the Middle East. Sure. I mean, if he painted lines all over that, then maybe people were getting into each other's borders. (laughs) Maybe that's the problem with the roadmap for peace. It's not the roadmap that's the problem. (laughs) It's It's the the signs on the road. I just want, yeah, a nice big sign that says terrorists this way and it just takes them straight down a chute. 
<laughs> that's, that's the problem with terrorists though they don't always obey simple instructions uh, so if they can't really deal with the please don't kill everyone uh, rule, then road, <laughs> road signs are going to be tricky for them. So that is, uh, he is the uh, Bugle Icon of the Year, the road painting man from China. Alice, what is your award for the year? My award is uh, uh, similar to the Spirit of the Time Award of the Year in that it is uh, not for a person, it is for a significant figure, which is to say, the penis. And it, this year has been <laughs> the, the year of the penis. 30,000th year running. <laughs> <laughs> but this year, importantly, Helen, is the year of the exposed penis. And when I say the exposed penis, I mean the exposure of the exposed penis as a form of uh, transactional leverage in business. I get it, business is awkward if we could all just establish our status in a situation like gibbons do things would be so much easier to understand i know how many times i've had to restrain myself from slinging my flaps out in a boardroom <laughs> or over lunch just to demonstrate goodwill to a sexy middle-aged boss what well, is that why you left the world of corporate law <laughs> <laughs> left slash thrown out andy what it's all details and penises the uh, the year of the the penis. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I th- yeah, I think. Um, well, most most men were born in the Chinese year of the penis. I think, which, as you say, has been every year. So yeah, it's been a, it's been a difficult year for the exposed uh, the exposed penis. Uh, any 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 hope for the future? Is it going to mount a comeback, Alice? Uh, I think that it, it will, as ever, hopeful rise again, the penis. But um, uh, oh, I have an, a sort of an instructional, I have an instructional sort of mnemonic for people. If you know the tune of Kenny Rogers' Gamblers, you just have to know when to hold it, know when to fold it, know when to walk away, and know when to run. Um, but I, I, uh, I just think generally, as a rule of thumb, unless you are a, a male stripper... Business context, penis is never a good idea. Right. Just f- file that. Tell you who I blame for it. I blame the CERN Abbas giant uh, in, uh, <laughs> in Dorset. That, that is a, example? a harassment lawsuit waiting to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in the past, the penis has always been behind the scenes, driving male motivation. Everything in male human history was built by boners and spite. But... Uh, <laughs> I think it's it's good to... What a to... double act they were, by the way, back in, the 19, <laughs> back in the 1930s. Second only to Laurel and Hardy. I think it's a good thing that we've drawn back the veil on this, uh, on this penis fuel. My award for the year is Transaction of the Year. And this really is a story for me that encapsulates the entire world of 2017. It's the one incident that should be blasted into space in a time capsule to be discovered by future alien civilizations. And this is a story of the millionaire Chinese online writer who spent £7,600 on a dram of whiskey in a hotel bar in Switzerland, only to discover that it was, in fact, fake whiskey. <laughs> The alleged uh, 17th century vintage whiskey transpired to be a bogus 1970s lie. A big, bogus, boozy baloney of bottled bullshit. If we cannot trust 7,600-pound tots of whiskey in Swiss hotels, what can we trust in this world? Are there no heroes anymore? Uh, to be fair, the owner of the hotel, in a blast of honesty, not everyone in the news this year would necessarily have replicated. Uh, he had the whiskey analysed, discovered that it was indeed fake, and flew to China to personally reimburse the buyer, who we must hope instantly spent £7,600 on a solid gold gherkin instead. Now, a number of questions arose from this story. For example, is it philosophically possible 
Helen and Alice, to enjoy sipping 3.7 millilitres of liquid at a cost of just over £2 per cubic millimetre without thinking to yourself, can I resist the temptation to ask for a squirt of coke in this just to see the look on the barman's face? (laughs) (laughs) Can you convince yourself that your precious morsel of liquefied history is 7,600 times nicer than a shot of cheap vodka during happy hour at your local student bar, that this one mouthful of whiskey is justifiably worth that money when you could instead have bought 76,000 pencils for your local school or saved 760 endangered Saharan penguins, a bargain investment at a tenner a year, or paid for 17% of a new bathroom for British Health Secretary Jeremy Hunt... Uh, who was a close second in most ludicrous expenditure of the year for his <coughs> 40 grand pisser. Anyway, this story, for me, combined everything you could possibly want to exemplify this famous planet of ours in 2017. The rising influence of China, people making stupid money on the internet, people spending that stupid money made on the internet on ridiculous expenditure on needless luxury items, people then writing internet posts in which they tell the world about their stupid <coughs> expenditure on needless luxury items, and something being fake, 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 fake. It's all fake, 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 fake. The booze is fake because so much of the booze is fake. Did he still get drunk on it? What was this made out of? Was it diluted Coke? Was it thin gravy? Was it barley water? (laughs) Uh, I I think it was the, I don't know, the liquefied spirits of angels. It also involved the use of a scientific laboratory to investigate something of less than pressing importance to the betterment of humanity. Come on, science, raise the bar. It involved a needless flight somewhere just to keep the environment aware of who's boss. Uh, And it involved alcohol. Uh, What more could you want from a story about the world this year? It's also a story about when China and Switzerland meet, which is basically the future of the planet as far as I'm concerned. Bugle Christmas news now. Alice, you are the official Bugle Christmas correspondent. Uh, what what have you got for us on Christmas news? According to Google, the UK is the country most obsessed with Christmas, according yes! to their search statistics. Uh, they claim that Brit- people in Britain make more Christmas searches than anywhere else in the world. And I understand the urge to Google Christmas. Christmas is entirely inexplicable. It's a <laughs> haphazard mashup of pagan traditions, Christian messaging and capitalist greed. What even is it? What is Christmas pudding? I will tell you, Christmas pudding is the classic Christmas dessert. You take milk, eggs, some pleasantly defanged feudal traditions, orange rind, fake snow, sultanas, goodwill to mankind and some weird chewy bits, boil it for 14 <laughs> hours and set it on fire while someone has a fight with their cousin. <laughs> Christmas is where spending the time with your family that you always tell yourself you wanted but somehow spent a whole year avoiding, you realise that you have engendered a self-protective misanthropy bordering on complete emotional blankness in the face of the constant incomprehensible stimulus that is a constantly connected and exposed modern world driven by temporary disposable goal-oriented dopamine-dispensing social media notifications. <laughs> wow, that is a r- radical updating of the Scrooge story there. That's uh, That's superb. There you go, Buglers. Uh, our 15th anniversary continues next week, and we cannot wait to bring you more old things on top stories in the new year. <laughs> <laughs>